This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. As he now takes part in his 30th consecutive World Championship. Ladies and gentlemen, the former Masters Champion and the former Champion of the World! The one, the only, the Bronze Adonis, Steve This has to be one of my favorite walk-ons in all of darts. I can just, I can just, I've closed my eyes. I can just see like the swagger. Yeah. When you, I see no, it, you I, see Steve. Beaton. I love it. I love it so much. Did you know you could actually be drawn against uh, Steve at the World Champs when the draw comes out? Mate, some people say I have swag, mate. Honestly. No, I'm you got just, nothing, on, nothing, nothing on. Nothing on Steve. Nothing, mate. I got to take off some buttons on my shirt, pop out the hair, and see what I can do too. <laughs> Well, our next guest was in danger of missing out on Alexandra Palace, but after a stunning run in the last Players' Championship event of the year, he snuck in, and he will now play in his 32nd consecutive World Champs. He is the winner of the 1996 Lakeside World Champs, which he won a month before I was born. (laughs) And he also has one of the best nicknames in the world of darts, known as the Bronze Adonis. Steve, morning. I hope we find you well over in the UK. Oh, I'm fine, thank you. I've been listening to your chat. It's been good. Oh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. It's uh, great, great to have a new fan on board, and surely being on Radio New Zealand must be up there with some of your career achievements. <laughs> uh, I wish I was there, actually. It'd be nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, heading to this time of year, it is good, but of course you've got uh, the World Darts Championships coming up now. And So how was that to qualify for your 32nd straight? Oh, uh, it was great. I mean, I haven't had the best of years um, ever since I've dropped out of the top 32. It's been a sort of an uphill battle. And uh, this year I've been sort of, I've missed a few, the Grand Prix and the, the um, match play and things. So it's been a tough year. But yeah, I've, all I wanted to do really was keep me tour card and uh, qualify for the Worlds. And uh, it was funny. It was all on the last all on the last match but even if even if I'd have picked up nothing I'd have still got through but it was obviously nice to get to the final and uh, and do it the uh, the good way really yeah how were you feeling heading into that last event because it was it was that whole thing about potentially missing out on your mind or you know what do you think was the catalyst and kind of propelling you to uh to get to get through to the world champs um well the, the tournament before the pro tour before I'd sort of done enough I was a couple of thousand ahead of the uh the bottom spot and uh but obviously i i, I thought as long as i pick up money you know i'm, I'm definitely in and uh, it was one of them you know I, I didn't do very good on the first day and it was all down to the last day although i knew i was in i still wanted to pick up some money just to guarantee that spot and uh you know i, I got to the final so we, it was definitely guaranteed then now, last year when the World Champs draw was done, uh, I know this was one matchup the the Darting World did not want to see was when you came up against uh, Fallon Sherrick because I think it was like it was like it was talking about the history of the thirty first and they're kind of going like oh we want to cheer on Steve but at Fallon we can't not cheer against Fallon so what's going to happen if you happen to get drawn against uh, our very own Ben Rob? Oh man, this, this time. Oh. <laughs> 
that that be nice. I thought you were going to say one of the ladies again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've got I've got uh, of course our number one New Zealand dance player and uh, off to the world champs this third time. I've got Ben Robbins studio with me. Uh, he's admiring your moustache uh, from, from from afar, and he, he he's his attempt to try replicate it is not going so well. I'm sure I'm sure he's really going to enjoy it. I mean, it's 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 one of the best atmospheres you'll ever have, you know, with a four or five thousand crowd. I mean, obviously, before with the COVID, with there was hardly anybody there, but now it should be back to full capacity. You know, Mate. it's 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 a brilliant tournament. But Steve, if if you could give a bit of words of wisdom to a guy showing up for the first time at the World Champs, well, what 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 would you throw his way, even if you were playing him? Just, just enjoy it. I mean, and, and take in all the atmosphere. I mean, I, I love the pressure and all that. Like, that's that's what you play the game for, because you know it's like being cornered and, and you've got to get yourself out of it. And it, you just got to enjoy it. And and you know, it's all experience. You know, I mean, like he says, we're thirty second this time, but you know, I've only won it the once. But yeah, every year I look forward to it. And uh, like I say, it's a great atmosphere. Everybody's in a Christmas cheer, and uh, you know, I'm sure you'll really enjoy it. What do you kind of put down to the long longevity? You know, what what do you do to to kind of keep yourself going for for so long? I I, I had down in my notes, and you probably hear this all the time, but I'm only 26. So I think you played at six world champs before I was even born. <laughs> um, I'm sorry. I've, I'm actually I actually keep keep quite fit. Um, I I do I go to the the gym a couple of times. Well, I don't do many weights or anything, but I, I go swimming three or four times a week, and I cycle probably 50, 60 mile a week. So I try to keep myself fit. I think if I didn't keep myself fit and I just sat around, I don't think I'd be still playing now, really, because, you know, you've got to keep active. I still get aches, back pain, arm ache and all that lot. But I think if you keep yourself moving, you've got a good chance of keeping going. So it's it's down to me, really. If I can keep myself moving, maybe I've, I've got another year or two yet. Oh, that's, that's what we like to hear. Uh, so how much time do you get to you know put on on the practice board? Do you Are you much of a practicer or do you kind of just rock up and just throw on the day and yeah, hope for this. Yeah, that's that's why sort of COVID sort of killed me because my, my um me my practice is exhibitions, you know, going to local pubs and clubs around the country. So I probably used to do about 40, 50 of them a year and that was my sort of practice. And then obviously we were playing most weekends before COVID. So you were always in a routine and then sort of when COVID hit, we had that many breaks. I'm not one to just stand at the dartboard on my own for hours and hours. You know, I've been playing for like 40, 50 years now. You know, I couldn't stand there for three or four hours. It'd drive me nuts. So, you know, I, it's I'm I'm sort of like one of them. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I try to force myself to do half an hour or an hour a day, but that's hard work for me. Mate, Steve, what the Pro Tours? Um, being around that game for so long and seeing, you know, big names come and go, do you think that the overall standard is is a lot better, or like what what do you put it down to in in that sense? I think when I first started, you used to get a few easy games at the beginning, and you could get yourself warmed up. Now, you, you, every game is a tough one. So, although there's 128 players in the Pro Tour, every match is going to be like your last match. It's you know you've got to be on form. And all the averages now, if you look at the averages, they're always in the 90s or even in the 100s. And, you know, you could have over 100 averages and still not win. It's The standard has, you know, definitely improved. Yeah, you can see that from from, from over the side. But when it comes to the big the big events, do you, do you still find the, the Pro Tour challenging to you? Because, I mean, obviously you want to be... You're, you, you've been in every event, you've been on the biggest stages. 
Do you find it hard getting up for a pro tour, or is it the same as as a, like a major or a TV event? Um, pro tours are obviously a bit easier, I find, because obviously you haven't got the crowd and and the you know like the big audiences and that lot. But obviously the TV ones you want to do well, so obviously you put more pressure on yourself. So I think to play better in the TV ones. Um, but no, I, I I I sort of just view every game as it comes, really, and just take one one game at a time. But that's what I've tried to do all year, really. Of course, uh, you've been around a while, Steve. You know how much have you seen the kind of sport change over that time as well? Uh, you know, you see that lots of people come and go, but what just the sport and darts in general in terms of on the hockey and off the hockey? Um, I think when when Barry come in in the early two thousands and said he was going to change the game, I mean, you know, he, we all sort of thought, yeah, you know, he was struggling at the time. And Barry says, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And we thought, oh, yeah. But, you know, what he's done to the game is unbelievable. You know, he, he's said he's going to do this and do that. And it, it's all just come true, you know. For a youngster now, what an opportunity it is, you know, to be earning that sort of money and to have such a career in, in the sport where you're going all around the world. You know, it's it's, it's a great sport to be involved in. And, uh, you know, everybody's got this opportunity now to to get there. You know, he's, he's even done like the the youth and all this like there's there's all ways now for the youngsters to get into the top few if they practice enough and you know dedicate themselves enough so yeah it's the, the door's wide open for anybody really what is steve beaton like away from the hockey you know uh you know what what do you like and what do you enjoy doing um like i say i do a bit of like cycling swimming and that like i mean i like a bit of golf i never get much chance to have a game of golf really it's just getting the time and obviously, we don't get the weather over here <laughs> for golf. It's usually raining or something. But uh, no, I'm, I'm, I, I, it, it, actually, with the darts, you don't really get much time left. You know, most of your weekends are took up. So you might get a few days in the week where you can do a, the odd thing and that lot. Um, but generally, like I say, I just try to keep active. Well, that's, uh, I, I think I need to take that advice on board. I got, I got absolutely roasted. Uh, earlier on the show, you, you would adjust my style. I'm, I'm still quite, still quite bitter about it. I've got one of Ben's shirts on, and he just absolutely ripped into me. So, uh, as a man that na- has to go do running and cycling and all this other stuff, what tips have you got for me? Um, well, I, like I say, I, I, don't, I don't do too many weights and that. Like, you don't want to pull anything, do you? I pull a, you know, a, a muscle or anything. So, I, I just, you know, it's just getting out in the fresh air, really. So, I, I like cycle to the gym for about it's about an hour cycle there. And then just have a swim for a half an hour, an hour, and then cycle back. So and that's that's me morning done then. And then uh, you know the rest of the day I can sort of try to have a game a game of darts by myself. But uh, yeah, that's it generally. When you look back on your career, did you ever think you'd achieve all the things that you you have done? Well, funny you know, because I, all I ever wanted to do was get in the worlds, qualify for the worlds. I see <laughs> on the telly. You know, I, I wanted to play for England. I did that. And then the next goal was to, to get in the Worlds. And then, then obviously the next goal was to win it. But no, I, I couldn't see me, you know, doing this for the 32nd time now. I mean, it's unbelievable, really. Well, considering it might be a record, which it could be long standing, you just never know because, with, especially with the standard of darts these days, uh, and lots of guys earning so much money now, they might not, you know, want to stick around for as long as you have. So it could, it literally could be a record, which. Stand the ages. Yeah, stand the ages. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like you say, it's, 
it's one of them sports like now they they can earn quite a bit of money in in, in you know for the top for the few years and then like you say they might just drift out. It's just I've always loved the sport and you know it's it's hard to get away from something you love. So I think even even if I come out the top you know top few now, I mean there's the seniors to go maybe to look forward to or just doing a few exhibitions here and there. I think they'll always be involved around the sport, but. Uh, you know, it's it's a long time to be in it, and and you know, just to walk away from really. Steve, if you if it didn't go your way this year and your card was up, uh, would you would you go back to Q School and 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 give that a crack? Because I I gave that a go last year, and mate, the standard there is ridiculous as well. So it's you know, even Barney was struggling to get back in. So would you have eyed it back up and and try to try it again and get back into it? Well, I've bummed an hour, obviously, because I, I didn't know whether I was going to keep me card this year and I was thinking about Chalai, Sharnai and uh, and yeah like you said, it, I mean it's it's so hard to, to get your tour card now you know, the, the, the standard there is unbelievable as well um, I don't really know, I was on an hour in whether I'd done it so it'd be, if I hadn't got it I still wouldn't have really known whether I was going to go to Q school, the only thing was if, if you go to Q school you can always play in other, other things so I might yeah. have just gone just so I could play in the other events throughout the year anyway. So uh, it was 50-50, really. Do you, do, you, do you think that there should be, like in other sports, where when uh, to reward long jeopardy, uh, jeopardy in, in, in a sport, to, like Kevin Painter, should there be tour cards for people that have that have put work into the game and, and, and to give back into the game? Or do you think it should just always be the same way it is now or maybe a restructure to allow players that have grown the sport, you know, the opportunity to still compete? Um, I think, I think. well, there could be, it could be like, um, you know, maybe you could give somebody, a, you know, a, a complimentary tour card, but then the problem is you've still got to, if you keep losing each week, you, you're not, your head's going to go down anyway. <laughs> so the point, the put really, you you know, if, if I didn't think I could compete in the tour, then I'd probably just pack up anyway me tour card because there's no point you know so disheartening losing every week so you know unless you've got you can keep up to that standard it's not really worth you know having a tour card really yeah well from the sounds of it he doesn't have a tour card he might come to New Zealand (laughs) and then he that's one country I'd love to come and have a holiday in actually so you might see me over there once well Steve if you you do you know we will grab you in studio Uh, I'll replace my I'll I'll replace my co-host Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Mate, there will be one thing. Uh, when the guys that taught me the game, when they talk about Steve Beaton, the men said they wanted to beat him and the women said they wanted to be with him. So that's a pretty good, <laughs> it's a pretty good uh, you know, title to have, mate. You, you own that one. It's a good job to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Steve Beaton, thank you so much for your time today. It's been, uh, as a darts fan, it has been an absolute privilege and a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, all the best uh, for the world. I uh, hope you do great, unless uh, you're drawn against Ben Rob, of course. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Uh, all the best, Steve. It's been great talking to you. Cheers. You can give me an interview after I've won it all. Yeah, oh, mate. perfect. Good luck at the Players' Championship, Steve. <laughs> uh, Cheers. Thank you. Steve Beaton there, oh, what a champion. I've, I've, been, I've been so looking forward. He's one guy I've always wanted to talk to. Mate, he's, he's just a cool dude. He's just, you know, he jokes around, has a laugh, sees the funny side of things, and, um, yeah, I think New Zealand would welcome him. Maybe bring him to the World Series. 
You know, oh, not? yes. Uh, I'm going to get on the phone during the break here and I'm going to have a word with Matt Porter. Uh, we are 13 minutes away from 10 here on At The Oki.